When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash FBLfocal. That's linktree.com slash FBLfocal. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we'll be running through my updated draft, discussing all the changes made and where my head's at as we approach Game Week 1 in less than a week. I've made a few significant changes in this draft and there's a huge dilemma which I'm keen to get your thoughts on. If you'd like to support the channel this season, there's links below to become a YouTube member or patron. Perks include a private channel on the Discord where I'm online every day chatting and early access to videos. We're heading into the crunch time part of pre-season, so let's take a look at the updated team. In goal, Edison survives, however Mandy and Raya are two popular picks and both I like too. If we take a look at Man City's fixtures here, they should pick up plenty of clean sheets up until the first wildcard. Edison's always felt 0.5 out of reach the last few seasons where he's been 6 mil but I feel he can justify 5.5 mil as a reliable route into statistically the best defence in the league. Trent remains in the latest draft, but teammate Robertson has left it. Trent's 15.9 expected goal involvement was highest among all defenders last season, and his expected assist was highest among all players. It's a really difficult one to drop Robertson, but I'll discuss it more in detail shortly. Cancelo replaces Robertson for the same price to retain the Man City double up. We had Diaz in the previous draft for the City double up, but I feel it's worth finding that extra 1 mil for a nailed attacking City defender. With Diaz, his ceiling is mostly 6 points with a few attacking returns over the season, while Cancelo showed us he's capable of hitting double digit attacking returns and 27 bonus points last season. Bonus points are easy to overlook, and some players are bonus point magnets because of their playstyle, which fits the bonus point system well. You can actually sort by BPS on the player selection page. Cancelli was second among all players in all positions last season for BPS. In other words, if City keep a clean sheet, he always stands a good chance of getting you bonus too. Rhys James has looked sharper between him and Chilwell in pre-season, and he's gotten more minutes. I'm hoping that Tuchel deploys a back three with wing-backs come game week one, which maximises his potential, but he has experimented with a back four in pre-season too. Chelsea are still in the market for defenders, and they could need some time to bed in, so I'm happy to draw the line at one Chelsea defender for now, as opposed to a double up with Chilwell or Mendy. Gabriel's another new player in the team. In previous drafts, I've had Tommy Asson White. My concerns with Tommy Asson White are that during the recent pre-season games, White has played right back and Salabin right centre back, which is White's usual spot. Just to elaborate on that, this was a result of Tommy Asu carrying an injury. However, he's available for selection again now, which leaves three players for two spots. Gabriel, on the other hand, is the nailed left centre back as a left-footed defender, and no defender scored more goals than him last season, so he's a reliable player to set and forget with the opening fixtures. One less potential area to address, which I like. Salah remains my Gemic 1 captain for the away trip to Fulham. He's stopped for projected points in Gemic 1. We've been taking a look at pre-season on this channel, and back on July 17th, Fulham lined up essentially full strength against Benfica, and they were beaten comfortably 5-1. It's hard to imagine Liverpool not beating Fulham comfortably too, and Salah always likely to be involved. Luis Diaz joins the team for those exact reasons. It's such a tight call between him and Robertson. On the one hand, Robertson is cheaper and he had higher points per match last season. On the other hand, I found owning Robertson makes it very difficult to also own an 8mm midfielder without big sacrifices such as Walker over Cancelo. There's so many great 8mm mids that it feels like a good price point to cover and this was a weakness in my previous draft. 
They're both excellent picks and will 100% be great value over the season. I'm now leaning towards Diaz with Jota out injured for a while too. You could have potentially taken some minutes off Diaz. A front three Liverpool attacker for 8 mil starting to feel too good to pass up on. I mentioned having a dilemma earlier and this is it here. The last two midfielders are Neto and Bailey. They both look like great value and you can't expect returns every week with these guys but for what they cost they should justify the price tag. Neto has 3 goals and 1 assist in pre-season and Bailey has 2 goals 2 assists. The dilemma is that this draft has 1 mil in the bank so there is the option to upgrade either player to Martinelli or even Neto to Rashford. The third option beyond Martinelli or Rashford is to take the 1 mil into Gemic 1. Last season I took 0.5 mil into Gemic 1 and I'm not opposed to doing the same again as it does give you insurance against price rises or drops and it also gives you more flexibility with many more moves available to make. Up top Kane joins the team for the first time. Another huge decision and he replaces Haaland, Jesus the other forward up top with him. This one's another tough call, it's without a doubt a better Gamic 1 fixture for Kane and he is a proven quality and he's been flying in pre-season with 5 goals 1 assist. In fact no one scored more in pre-season among all teams. Spurs have done great business and they're only improving under Conte. So far Haaland has appeared in one pre-season game but some assessment required following the Community Shield this weekend. I read a snippet from an article by The Athletic which noted that part of Haaland's decision to go to City over Real Madrid was that he'd be managed more rather than forced to play a ton of football every week. Pep's utilised a sort of strikerless formation plenty of times before and I therefore wonder if Haaland could miss a game here and there while Kane is a lock for 90 minutes every week. I'd love to know where you're siding between the two, let me know in the comments. On the bench it's Matthews, Williams, Pereira and Taylor. Matthews will probably leave the team but he's just joined St Johnston for the season so he will be price locked and therefore immune to a price drop to 3.9 mil. We've talked about Williams in past videos and as it stands he's easily the best 4 mil defender in the game unless any surprises come Gemic 1 who we're not currently aware of. Pereira's in the same boat, he's the best 4.5 mil midfielder in the game and he still probably be very template among those keeping notes of the budget enablers. He's picked up 2 assists in pre-season too and appears to be on corner duties which is even more than you can ask for a 4.5 mil mid. Taylor could be any of the 4.5 mil forwards like Archer or Plange. A bunch of the 4.5 mil forwards have chipped in with goals in pre-season but not likely to get any minutes once the Premier League kicks off. So that's where my draft is at now. I'll read all your comments so drop one below of your thoughts on that extra 1 mil and the Kane vs Haaland debate. There's tons of content to come every week this season so make sure you're subscribed too. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.